Bonjour. You're listening to the Living Well podcast. In this podcast, I will be taking you on my amazing journey to living well. I will be teaching you how to manage your mind as well as giving you the nutritional secrets I learned growing up in Paris. My goal is to help you achieve mind and body balance and to show you what is truly possible for you in your life. I am excited to share it all with you. I'm Carol, your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach. Welcome to the Living Well Podcast. Bonjour tout le monde. Hello everybody. So today, I know there is a lot of anxiety and stress with everything that's going on in our world. It's visible on social media. It's, you know, we read it in the press. We see it on TV. We see it around us. And the disabilitating effects of stress and anxiety are really, in fact, manifestations of fear. The fear of the unknown, the fear of getting sick, the fear of dying, the fear of failure, the fear of loss, the fear of rejection, the fear to judge, the fear to make a mistake, the fear to not please, the fear to not be loved, the fear to say no, the fear to be disappointed, and often even the fear of feeling fear. And in reality, when we examine all these fears, in fact, it's the fear to feel something negative in our future. So what to do when fear comes? When is it useful to feel fear? And when is it detrimental to living a normal life? How to take a step back and to overcome fear so that you can live your life freely and the way you dream to? And that's what I want to talk about today. Although everyone uses the word stress, most people think that stress comes from the outside. But actually, our surroundings and the outside only provide triggers for stress. What happens inside of you is much more crucial in feeling stress. A stress that someone can handle super well, for example, someone undergoing a surgery and feeling confident about it, can be most overwhelming and, and scary to someone else who worries about the procedure and the outcome and whatever else about it. So fear is defined as an unpleasant emotion that is caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous and likely to cause pain or a threat to you. Fear is, a na is natural. It protects us from danger. It is a primitive emotion in the sense that it is an emotion that has played a very important role in our evolution. And like all emotions, fear starts from our thoughts. A thought like, I'm going to die if I don't act right away which back then made sense when we were facing, you know, a dangerous animal or we were rejected from our tribe and thrown out of the habitat and of the community, which meant we were excluded socially. And back then it really meant we were physically going to die because you needed to the support of the group in order to survive. 
this emotion of fear is associated with um, physiological symptoms such as, you know, the release of adrenaline, the sweaty palms, the faster heartbeat. And these signs exist so that um, we can't do anything else like, you know, lighting a fire or preparing food just so that we are on alert, ready to freeze, fight or flight. The fear response says to you, act now, do not wait, you're being threatened. And then it blocks everything else in your mind. It occupies the entire screen in your brain. But what you need to know is that the warning is most of the time exaggerated because fear cannot tell the difference between a small threat and a large one, nor can it tell the difference between an imaginary danger and a real danger. If you feel anxious about driving on the freeway, for example, your response can be triggered even though there is no danger at all and it's just the same as driving on another road you drive on. What's interesting is that this mechanism of emotion of fear, which has been extremely useful to us over thousands of years, plays an even more important role in our lives today because so many more people, millions of us, suffer from fear and are stuck with fear, yet rarely for the same very good valid reason it did back then in caveman time. So, of course, if you're walking alone on an isolated street past daylight, fear is going to be very useful to keep you on alert and tell you that it's time to find your way home. But in our modern life, true uh, tiger running at you sort of danger for most of us rarely come on a daily basis. Yet, our brain can sometimes take that survival mode response and put it on autopilot. And that's when it really starts creating a feeling of danger when there's actually no danger to be found. It's just an illusion. It's imagined danger. And that's unhealthy fear because it can get you all worked up and afraid about stuff in your life that is not life-threatening. It clouds your thinking. It freezes you in position with panic disorder. It prevents you from being who you really are. It prevents you from, uh, you know, going about your life the way you, you, you dream to. And it can create social anxiety disorders, phobias, PTSD, um, and ultimately prevent you from creating the life you truly want. So in reality, modern fear comes for uh, dangers that are completely overestimated. I want you to know that fear is all future-based. Your brain gets used to fearing every little uncertain or unknown um, situation and it stays there. And once you start having these emotions of chronic anxieties that drive you to fear regularly, you stay in these emotions of fear uh, repetitively because as I told you before, our brain does not like change, even if it means staying with something that is killing us slowly and putting us in an invisible jail. And what happens is that you stay with this emotion over and over, and so you end up manifesting more of the same for yourself. 
And this is why it's super important to work with me or with a professional coach or therapist of your choice to help you get out of your head, to help you quiet your ego, um, also known as the inner mean girl, as my dear friend and, and author, Kristin Rizzo, calls in her latest book, Unleash Your Inner, Inner Goddess, and for you to take back control over your life by taking back the control over your thoughts, because otherwise it will slowly prevent you from living a normal life. I know that I always say, and I, I, I still say, you know, we need to allow the emotions to exist before we can change them. And we need to, you know, kind of get in touch with the vibration, get in touch with, you know, what's going on in our body before we can move to a different emotion. But when you feel constant fear and constant anxiety over something that is not a real threat as such to you, and that it is becoming disabilitating because it is preventing you from carrying on a normal life, then I think there is no need to allow the feeling anymore. It's enough of the feeling of the emotions. You know what it feels like already. And that's why I want to recommend that instead of allowing, you actually interrupt the circuits in your brain by becoming just aware of the mechanism that's being played over and over in your head. And you actually start the process of going to a thought that serves to create positive energies for you instead. Fear is happening from a mismanaged mind. You are not managing your thinking in a way that is serving you. And I want you to know that you have the power to change your thoughts and that you can change your thoughts every time you need to, every time that fear or anxiety comes up. So when you are in a moment of calm, when you're not in that um, sort of you know fear mode, I want you to ask yourself this question. What is it that I'm afraid of? And I want you to write it down. I want to take the example of one of my clients who's afraid to drive on the freeway. So her circumstance is she's afraid to drive on the freeway. The next step is to ask yourself, and and she and I have gone through that. So ask yourself, what is the thought you have about that circumstance in your life that you feel is causing you anxiety and fear? So in her case, she had, um, so her thoughts, that's where I was going. She had a panic attack once before she was driving. Um, she used to drive an old car and the car brakes weren't responding properly. And so she had a panic attack while she was driving on the freeway. And so since then, she's felt afraid that the panic attack would come back. And so she's been avoiding the freeway and avoiding roads that were unfamiliar to her. All of this, even though she's now driving a brand new car. So she is letting her thoughts about her past dictate her present and sort of projecting the old scenario of the panic attack, driving that old car to now bringing it to her present and even to her future, creating extreme anxieties for herself, causing her to feel afraid and keeping her stuck. So together, she and I have been doing the work of the worst case scenario to consciously visit all that could be happening to her and finding strategies for also each of the obstacles and we've worked on, you know, slowly, slowly changing her thoughts and putting things in place for her to feel better prepared mentally for her drives. Um, 
But I want to suggest to you that it's really important to distract yourself from thinking the thought that you are thinking in that moment. And if in the moment of fear and anxiety, it's super hard for you to change your thought, then I want you to try to do something else with your body. Maybe if you're not driving, do a few jumping jacks. Or if you have, you know, a Peloton or workout equipment at home, get on your bike. Do something to break the negative energy that's going through your body. If you are, for example, driving, then maybe sing a song, move your shoulders, uh, you know, clap your hands for while you're at the light. And if you are at work or if you are working from home, then concentrate on work or listen to an audiobook. Breathe deeply and slowly try to go um, out of the negative thought. The universe has your back. Believe that. Believe that nothing bad is going to happen to you. It is your um, inner mean girl trying to keep you in fear because she is in control. She is trying to control you. And that's what she thrives on. She thrives on, on owning the control. I want you to know that fear is the opposite of love. Fear, my friends, is actually the lowest vibration you can be in. So lean towards love instead. Listen to your inner goddess, to your intuition. Nothing is going to happen to you. I promise you, it's all good. And listen to this. Fear, okay, fear spells out F-E-A-R. Those letters stand for false evidence appearing real. Let me repeat. Fear equals false evidence appearing real. So it's all a lie. It's all in your head. Again, what are you afraid of? And when you think about the fear that you have, what thought do you have about it? What thought do you have about it that creates that fear, basically? Let's say fear of flying. If I get on the airplane, it's going to crash. If I get on the freeway, I'll have a panic attack. Or when I present at this important meeting, I'll panic so much everyone will see I'm nervous and I'll lose my train of thought and I'll be a mess. Or, you know, when I move to this new city, I won't know anyone and it'll be so hard and I don't want to move. Whatever it is you're thinking about, tell yourself, this is enough. These thoughts are not working for me anymore. These thoughts create negative emotions in me that put me in fear. I am done with this. I want you to write it down. I want you to write, let's say we take the example of my client. So when I get in my car, but if for you, it's, you know, on an airplane or in front of a crowd or, you know, to the new home or, you know, in whatever area you live in, you write that down. When I get in my car, I feel safe. I have all that I need and nothing is going to happen to me. Write the thoughts that serve you better for each of the situations that create fear for you and repeat them to yourselves, to yourself every day, every single day, so that little by little, you put it in your subconscious. You are the master of your thoughts. Say that to yourself. I am the master of my thoughts. I am in control. Because in order to manifest your greater life, you need to be able to get out of that negative vibration and negative energy in your body. You need to go to a positive emotion first because that's what the universe connects to. It connects to your emotions. If your emotions are a mess and your emotions are 
out of alignment, then that's what you're going to get more of. Your inner ego is like, oh, I can put more fear into her because she doesn't believe in herself enough. Ego knows you have fear and it's going to play off of it. Concentrate on what you're doing instead. Don't give in to her. Stay present with your greater thinking. Focus on what you want more of, not on what you don't want. The universe is thinking that fear and anxiety are what you want. It's doing its job. So I want you to think, what can I think next to attract the right energy in my body to attract the greater positives in my life? and get rid of this imaginary danger looping in my head. Hell is here, going through your head and your mind, but it's a bunch of BS. It's a bunch of lies. All of it. I told you, fear is the lowest vibration you can possibly be on. It's the lowest emotion you can feel. Even hate is above fear on the scale of emotions. Love is the highest and fear is the lowest. And how, how many people live in fear? So many, right? Crazy. Your intuition is your higher power. Listen to your inner voice that's coming from love. Your creator is in you. It's telling you that if you listen to your inner voice, you will always be able to create what you want. It's telling you to stop believing in the lies. It's telling you to love and that from love, you can create the life that you want. Anytime you are confused, you ask and you will be guided. A lot of people don't tend to believe in the universal laws because they think there is no way they can have created the lives that they're in. They don't want to admit or even to understand that they did that themselves by in fact just ignoring the rules of the game. So the ego gets in the way and fills you up with lies. But your creator is in you. If you think you are not worthy enough, then you're insulting your creator. To manage your fears and quiet them, tell yourself, I am in control. I am the master of my thoughts. My thoughts create my emotions. I can switch my emotion of fear and anxiety by switching the thoughts that I have about it. Write the positive thoughts about the situation that you fear. Say these positive thoughts every morning. Write down your gratitudes. Write down your affirmations and meditate each day for even 10 minutes. We cannot remove every stress triggers, but you can pause. You can assess the situation. You can use your rational mind, meaning your higher brain, to problem solve and to act accordingly. Anxious people jump immediately to feeling afraid. Yes, it's a reflex that blocks the path to overcoming their stress. So stress and anxiety, you know, present themselves with physical symptoms, even when the cause is not actually physical. Your your natural state has like a simple desire to get rid of the system from pain and from discomfort. You know, imagine you're walking down the street and you feel a rock in your shoe. You're going to remove the rock and the pain's going to go away. But when the pain is emotional, you can't just remove the rock to rid of the pain because the negative emotions and the negative thoughts remain in the mind. It's all coming from your thoughts. So typically what people do is they try to ignore the problem. They try to just shove it under, under the rug and go into denial. And the most common response to emotional discomfort is to numb, to want to numb the mind by overeating, by overdrinking, by, by watching more TV. 
But when that's over, the anxious thought returns and often even stronger. Deepak Chopra says you can overcome all three elements of anxiety when they occur by doing this. Number one, when your fear tells you that immediate action is called for, do not believe it. You have time to pause, take deep breath, and wait until you can better access what's truly going on. Your lower brain doesn't know the difference, but after a few seconds, your higher brain, meaning your thinking brain, will step in with an accurate action plan. Number two, if an anxious response fills your mind so that you can't think of nothing else, then step away. What this means is that you need to just find a quiet place, close your eyes, breathe deeply, and after a few minutes, your mental screen won't be so overwhelmed by those panicky thoughts. And number three, when you feel exaggerated fear, worry, or panic, tell yourself that this is way out of proportion, that your ego is playing with you, that you don't have to go over the top because you know this is all lies. Of course, I want to just say that if it's a full-blown panic attack, you know, I do recommend that you you seek professional, you know, professional therapist, um, you know, help, uh, but at any level of anxiety, these three techniques are really effective. My beautiful friends, I am sure I will be revisiting this topic in the future as it is something that most of us, young or old, especially right now with the, you know, pandemic, confinement, uh, kids not going to school and all of that, all deal with at one point or another in our lives. And it is so important that we are aware of it and aware of the power of our thoughts and of our own power, because everything we need, everything you need to heal and to create the life you dream about is within you. I want you to start from love. I want you to surrender to what is to let go of what was, and to have faith in what will be. The universe has your back, and I can promise you everything is going to be okay. And remember that I am here. You can always email me, always reach out to me on social media or via my website um, or directly on WhatsApp. I am here for you, and I wish you a beautiful and peaceful weekend. Merci beaucoup, and I will... Be here with you next week. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. To work with me, please sign up for your free session on my calendar at www.calendly.com forward slash Cara the Life Coach. You can find the link in my bio. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to it on iTunes and share it with your friends. And together, let's learn to live well and help change the world one person at a time.